obviously. Today is Pesach Sheni. Kuyodua, the Zoya Kodesh, Reb Shimon talks about today in the following manner. Reb Shimon writes in the Zoya Kodesh that those people that weren't Zoycha, and he talks about the, the Oyvis and Shemayim, I'm not going to go into that now, but he says those people that weren't Zoycha to chap and to gain from that which the Yondav of Pesach has to offer, the doors are still open. And therefore, Pesach Sheni has within it an amazing opportunity. Why? Because the Torah tells us a story. Everybody here knows the story. I'm just going to say it in a nutshell because I want to get to Amodika Moshe of Nahidika Chovetz Chaim. The Torah tells us the story, and this is basically where Pesach Sheni comes from. They came to Moshe Rabbeinu with two words. Loma Nigora. Why should we be worse? Meaning, we were Tomei when you guys brought the Korban Pesach. Now, because we were Tomei, we weren't able to offer the Korban Pesach. It's not fair. We also want an opportunity. Why should we be worse than anyone else? Now, the obvious question to that is, well, what does that mean? You're not worse than anybody else. You were Tomei. It's like, imagine a guy was sick in bed on the Yontav of Sukkot, right? He's, he's sick in bed. He cannot get up to shake the Luluf. He can't sleep in the Sukkot, whatever it may be. He's not able to make the mitzvah. Can he turn to the Rabbanish and say, Rabbanish Lulam, it's almost Hanukkah, before Hanukkah, can I have an opportunity to set the sukkah? Can I shake Lulav? Everyone will laugh at him. Say, I'm really sorry. It wasn't even your fault. You did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. What you did was, you were sick. There's nothing to do about it. Oh, but they came to Moshe Rabbeinu. And they said, Lama Negora, why should we be worse? And what happened? The Rabbanish told Moshe Rabbeinu, make them Pesach Sheni. Give them a second chance. Give them another opportunity to be able to become the mitzvah. Something, by the way, that we don't find anywhere else. We do not find this idea that a person has a second opportunity to become a mitzvah that he was not able to become, even with a good excuse. And I want to say a couple of things, Rabbi Sai. Number one, this is, I say this every year, but I think this is important. You know, there's a guy who went to a university to become a doctor. He wanted his dream was to become a doctor. Maybe it was his dream or his mother's dream, whatever it was. It's irrelevant what it was, but it was his dream. He had to become a doctor. So he goes to university. Now, it took him time to get into it. You know how it goes, the first couple of days of this month. It takes time to get into it, right? So it takes him time till he goes to classes. He couldn't find which professor, couldn't find which class, whatever it was. A week into the semester, whatever you call it, uh, he had a he had a very 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 good friend's chasana. You can't no, you can't miss that chasana. You always had to drive him around the day before because you know it's very important to be with him. I was a shomer, whatever. And the the day after chasana, obviously he had the shemer brachas. He had to set it all up. So he was busy with that. It was, no, it's mamish mitzvah. It's very important. So that was that. Two days after that was his grandmother's. She made like a home warming party for moving into new house. Listen, this is his grandmother. It's very, very important, whatever it was. And on the day after that, there was his second cousin once removes neighbor's relations cousin, bas mitzvah. It was mamash mitzvah. Mamash important for him to go. Listen, no one was there. He had to go, whatever. Then the next night, there was a chasna. There was no one going. No, like a mace mitzvah. A posha had to go. No one was going. No one was The Gemara says, the mom has a scarf on that. It's unbelievable. The kids say his whole semester went that way, right? He comes to the end, you know, where they throw off these big, these square hats. They throw it up and everybody picks it up. Something like that, right? What is it? Graduation? Whatever it is. Oh, right. So he goes there and he wants to get his certificate because now I'm a doctor, right? They're like, oh, that's cute. You never showed up. He said, what do you mean? Huh, I had a good excuse. And he started naming, right? And he had the bas mitzvah. And he had, you know, mama's the whole situation, right? The toenail cutting ceremony of his cat. All these things are very, very important things that he had to go to. They were very important. What could you do? But, but it wasn't my fault. I, I want to get it. And they said to him, get out of here, you're not a doctor. You know, there are many times in life 
that we have amazing excuses. I'm not talking about bad excuses. I'm talking about the good excuses. And we say, what can I do? What can I do? I had a good excuse. At the end of the day, who's going to be successful? The person that used those excuses, even if they're good ones, or the person that says, I don't care about the excuses, I'm doing it anyway. This over here teaches us, Pesach Shein teaches us, it teaches us that they could have come along and said, Moshe Rabbeinu, we were Pata, we were Tomei, what do you want from me? I, I, I'm Tomei, if I'm Tomei, I can't make a Korban, right? So I don't need to bring another Korban, because I was Tomei. But it bothered them. It bothered them so badly that they weren't able to bring the Korban Pesach that they came complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why the Rabbeinu Shalom, because it bothered them. Hashem said, you know what bothers you? Okay, I'm going to give it to you. How many times in life do we use excuses to get out of the things that we should be doing, that we could be doing, the places that we could be getting to? And this, I don't know, my head's not such a good head. My Rebbe in ninth grade, he was really not nice to me. So like, what do you want from me? You know, well, I can't do anything about it. It's not my fault, Rebbe. What do you want from me? It's not in my family. It's a Sunday today. So Sunday is Azoi. It's the summer. It's boiling hot weather outside, right? Come on. Base Madrush? What do you want from us? Rabbi Sai. We don't use excuses. If you're going to live with excuses, you're not going to get anywhere. The Chavetz Chaim, by the way, brings a beautiful marshal to this. Listen to this marshal, the Chavetz Chaim. Ralph, this is Gavaldic. Chavetz Chaim brings the most beautiful marshal. A famous marshal, but it's a beautiful marshal. I think it applies to this. He says like this. He says... There was, in one of the towns, one of the shtetlach in Europe, there was, they used to have like the Rosh Ha'ir, right? He was like the head of the whole city. He was the guy that everyone looked up to, probably the guy with the most money, made all the decisions in the community, whatever. So there was one poor guy that dreamed of marrying his daughter. He said, I've got to be in the family. Come on. Can you imagine if I'm the son-in-law of the head of the whole community? Can you imagine if I'm his son-in-law, I'm going to always sit there on the top table. I'm always going to be the son-in-law of the famous, rich, powerful guy in the community. You know what that will do for me? Raf, it'll be amazing, right? So, his whole life, he dreams towards that goal. His whole life, he's, he's, he's waiting and waiting, and he gets someone to make the shidduch, and everybody was laughing, like, seriously, he's not going to make a shidduch with you, it's not a game. And he makes a shidduch, he makes a shidduch with the next best guy, the next richest guy, the next most powerful guy. He's like, who are you? Like, what should I, what you have? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Anyway, finally, this daughter that he dreamed about marrying gets engaged. Now, he missed out on it, and he is devastated. He's devastated. He can't do anything about it. He can't do anything about it. He's so upset. But one thing he does do, he makes his way over at the Hasana to the top table. He goes over to the top table, and he stands there. And when everyone's coming over to the, you know, the parents, the big head of the community, wishing him Mazel Tov, he's also there. And he's sort of accepting everybody Mazel Tov. Someone comes in and says, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you up here? What shaykhs do you have to the family that you come to accept? He said, what do you mean? I could have been the son-in-law. I almost made it as the son-in-law in this wedding. I almost was that guy. Everybody laughed at him saying, are you crazy? Get out of there. So the Heilige Chovetz Chaim, when it comes to Gashmias, you're right, everybody laughs at you. <laughs> Who are you? You almost made it. Imagine the guy would say, I almost became a doctor. Well, it doesn't work that way. Either you are or you're not. There's no almost in Gashmias. I almost won the lottery this week and won 42 million. Yeah, but you didn't. In Gashmias, it works almost is nothing. In Ruchnias, it doesn't work that way. In Ruchnias, so the Heilige Chovetz Chaim, a person tries. A person does whatever he can do. In Shemaim, that means everything. Yes, everyone's capable of something else. Yes, everyone obviously can get something else that his friend can't get. Everyone has their chilek in Torah, their chilek in Yiddishkeit, their chilek in the world that the Rebbe sent them down to the world. 
that the Chaim says, like the Messiah Shem says, Nagdoma, Ma Chayvasai Ba Oilamai. What's your Chay? What's your obligation? Only you came down for your purpose. Nobody has came down for the same purpose you did. Now, so the Holy Chaim with Gashmius almost is nothing. When it comes to Ruchnius, almost is everything. Because it almost I did that. I tried. I almost got that. That's fine. That's good enough. That's all the Rabbi Nishlein wants from you. That's all the Rabbi Nishlein wants from you. He wants you to try. Rabbi Sai, the idea of Pesach Sheni is exactly that. The idea of Pesach Sheni is, yes, we can have excuses. And we can almost live with excuses. But you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere with these excuses. You have to push forward. You have to keep trying. You have to keep striving. The message of Pesach Sheni is a powerful message. It's a message that the Rabboni Shalonim is telling us, you could have a second chance. You could try again. It didn't work the first time. It didn't go the first time. You weren't successful the first time. Keep on going. How many people were not successful in their first, second, third, fourth time until finally they made it? Even Rabbi Noach Weinberg Zatzal who made Eishat Torah Yeshiva and brought hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of Yidden closer to Yiddishkeit and was Makar of them and brought them back on the Derech. Do you know how many times he tried and tried and tried to build something and it didn't work? I don't know the number, it's irrelevant the number. He tried one Yeshiva, didn't work, it closed down. Tried another Yeshiva, didn't work, it closed down. Most people would have given up, most people would have said, listen, it's a sign from heaven, God doesn't want me to do it. No. He persevered, he pushed forward, and eventually felt one of the greatest institutions of Kirov in the entire world, bringing thousands and thousands of Yidin back to the Rabbi Nishalodam. Why? Because of one Yid that persevered. Rabbi Sai, every single one of us have within us, have within us koichas that sometimes are a bit suppressed. We need to get out there and use them. We need to get out there and do something with it. As I mentioned to you, when we talked about Sphere Soimah, what a yid that we lost. What a yid that got up and did something. And he was no more special than any of us. A regular, normal person got up and built something incredible. That's what we need to do. He didn't say, well, I failed one time, so just give it up and continue doing whatever I was doing in a failing way. No, he kept on going, kept on going. Every single one of us have tremendous strengths that are sometimes unrecognized. We need to go out and use them. We need to pick them up. We could do so much. Sometimes it doesn't work the first time, it doesn't work the second time. Keep on going. Keep persevering. Kavonah and davening. It's so difficult. I try and I try and I try to have Kavonah and Esa. I'm just not feeling it. It's not going. Keep going. Keep going. Shabbos Kodesh. I don't have a connection. Shabbos Kodesh is so hard to feel it. I just want to sleep and eat. No. Keep thinking, keep working, keep trying, keep striving. Connection to the Rabbi Nishalayim. How many of us can say that we have a beautiful connection with Hashem? Ah, Hashem is so much in our lives. Everything about our lives is Hashem, 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 Hashem. I don't know. How many people can really say that? I'm not saying it has to be now. But we need to get there. We need to strive for that. And sometimes we're put off because we don't manage the first time or the second time or even the third time. Or fourth or fifth or sixth and go on and on and on. We have to keep trying. We have to keep striving. We have to remember at all times, all the Rebbeinu wants of us is to ask and to try. Like they came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, Loma Nagara, it bothered them. It bothered them that they couldn't do the mitzvah. Even though they had a wonderful excuse, but it bothered them. Rebbeinu said it should bother us. When we can't do something, it should bother us. Not always can we do everything, 
but it should bother us. And when it does, the Rebunsha will look down and say, let's give those people another chance. Let's give them another bit of siyata dishmaya, another bit of bracha and shefa in their lives. But we have to, it has to bother us and we have to keep on trying. The second chance is that Pesach Sheni acts as amazing. I say, take the yom. It's a yom of tefillah as well. It's a yom of chizak. The chenach, as we know, famously writes in Mitzvah Shin Pei, when he discusses the mitzvah of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, to be the mitzvah that causes a person to have such emun in the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. If we didn't get it on Pesach, maybe say the night didn't work so well, we were tired, maybe we didn't feel it so well, maybe the Chalamoid, and the second day, it didn't go. Rabbeinu, here's your opportunity. Take a few moments, you close your eyes during Shemana Esra, close your eyes as you're walking up the stairs, close your eyes wherever you are, and just think, there's a Rabbeinu Shalaylam, is the greatest act of we're working on that now in the world and therefore we should get a chizik from this a second chance from this and therefore when we do this to a bunch we give us a lot of siyat